I'm going to read Philippians 2, and it'll be on screen, okay? This, is, this passage is, we've done Philippians 2 in the last two weeks, and this passage is much more, sort of, I don't know, practical, not theological, and Paul's talking some personal stuff here about himself and his mates. It's about three people, Paul's writing, and his friend Timothy, and this messenger from the church of Philippi, Epaphroditus. And I'll read it straight. I'll read from the screen, actually. It's safer that way. we get the right version. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. And I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him and not on him only, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I'm all the more eager to send him to, so that you, when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. So then, welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honour people like him because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. Amen. Don't put anything up yet. He hasn't put anything up yet, has he? No, well done. Yeah, I, sorry, Mia, it's you that's doing it, isn't it? Um, it's fine. I'll, I'll shout when I need the pictures. The answer to the next question is not chocolate, okay? Well, or Jesus. <laughs> when I say the word hero, what comes to mind? Uh, then a hero comes along, the song. Oh, you're right. That, I wasn't expecting that, thank you. When a hero comes along. I thought you were going to say Chris Clare. No? No, maybe not. Maybe not. He's a bit old. Okay. Those of you, those of you older than Chris, do forgive James, that's fine. Describe a hero to me. Go on, somebody, just shout at me. Superman. Superman. What else is there? What, what, what's the thing? A role model. A role model. Someone you want to do stuff with. Kids, what, what's a hero? What's a hero? Anybody? Inspiration? Courageous person. That's a good one for us, isn't it? St. Leonard's a good person. Now, there's an interesting thought. Are all, are all heroes good? Hmm. I'll, I'm not going to address that. I'll just leave that hanging out there. They try to change things for the better. Heroes. First one. 
Now we're gonna, we might need the kids engaged here because the rest of us won't know the answers. Okay. Some images of heroes. Who have we got on the left? Not, not you, Chris. <laughs> Who have we got on the left? See, all the older folk going, I don't know, I've got the foggiest idea. Since when was a superhero a woman? James? It's Captain Marvel. The new film of Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel is a woman. Um, and the phrase is, and why not? You know? Right, what's the, um, what's the big S? Superman. Superman. Batman. The circle in the middle? Captain America. The one, in the, the one that looks like a, um, you know, looks like the Chinese flag or South Korea or somewhere. What is it? It's the flash. Bit of a giveaway. There's a flash through the middle of it. It's the flash. And the one on the right, it's not WWF. It's two W's. It's Willy Wonka. No, it's not Willy Wonka. Thanks, Neil. I appreciate that. Willy Wonka is a superhero. Hmm. It's Wonder Woman. It's Wonder Woman. Heroes. Next one. Some people, some people have the strangest heroes. Do you like the one in the middle? Can everybody see the one in the middle? It's Donald Trump. Do you know where that is? Do you know where that comes from? His own website. But talk to your friends across the pond. For a lot of people, he's a hero. Where we look and go, that's a bit weird. Who's the guy on the left? Go and talk to my barber, who thinks he's a hero. And he's Polish and thinks we've, in the West we've got him completely wrong. Lots of people out there. Lots of people out there. <clears throat> and my favourite person on the right there. It's my hero. But for some people, a hero. Some people, an absolute hero. You do, we all do know who that is, do we? It's Margaret Thatcher. The next ones are going to get a bit more personal. Oh. These are my heroes. Top left. Martin Luther King. Hopefully we all know about him. Middle top. Nelson Mandela. Top right. It's not Marie Curie. I thought I heard. Did, sorry. Nope. Emily Parkhurst. Emmeline Pankhurst. Emmeline Pankhurst. These are personal heroes. These are people who've inspired me. Bottom left. It's my, it's my screensaver. Who was that? Pele. Brilliant. I am so pleased someone so young <laughs> recognises Pele. That's fantastic. Maradona. <laughs> Lionel Messi. Ronaldo, Pele, Pele is the man, and you know he's even slightly before my time. Actually, he retired when I was seven or something. Bottom two on the right: Ian Botham and Viv Richards. If you're not into cricket, I apologise. Well, no, I don't apologise. Uh, they just 
They were playing, if you, know, if you get this reference, they were playing baseball 45 years ago. They were playing the aggressive, entertaining cricket 45 years ago. <clears throat> and Jeffrey Boycott was the other end trying to make everybody else bored. Sorry. If he's your hero, I apologise. Is, is there anything a bit subjective in this? Do you think there is? It's a bit subjective, isn't it? I've got some more here. Top left, C.S. Lewis. Amazing guy. Not perfect. In fact, actually, none of the other guys were perfect. If you read a biography of Martin Luther King, it will make you squirm slightly because he wasn't brilliant. And Ian both... Anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> One in the middle. The top. It's not Wesley. I, come on, I don't go mainstream, do I? It's not Wesley, but you're close. It's George Whitfield. Wesley and Whitfield, they were the guys. Whitfield was the one that was... Oh, yeah, he's just awesome. Ask me about him sometime. Stuart, don't answer the next one. <laughs> Who's the guy on the top right? He's going, good, I don't know. No, no, you do know. You do, yeah. Who's the guy on the top right? Anybody? Give us a clue. No, I don't, think, I don't think I can. He was a doctor, but he's not a doctor. He saw many people healed, but he's not a doctor. John G. Lake. That's John, that's John G. Lake, the healing rooms in Spokane in, in Washington State, and um, the great revivals in South Africa, and just an, <laughs> a complete... I think he's your hero as well, isn't he? Yes, absolutely. Do I agree with every... Dot and full stop and his theology? No. Do I agree with everything that he did for Jesus? Absolutely. So radical. He was 60 when he died. But the, one of his best friends said he might have been 60, but he lived four lives for Jesus in the 60 years. Which is awesome. Saw so many healings, so saw... So, 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 saw so much happen the kingdom his wife his first wife died in her 20s family died he didn't have an easy time his ministry started out of a healing for him just an awesome guy get hold of his stuff you might have to go to some unsound publishers to get his stuff but he is absolutely awesome read him He's fabulous. Bottom right? No? Do you know that is? No, I went bottom right because the, the other two a bit left. It's John Wimber. It's John Wimber. The great, one of the greatest advocates for healing. Of course, in the States, known for church growth. Over here, known for, the, for you know, signs and wimbers. You know, the, the, the signs and wonders, the healing. But he was only 65 when he died. Cancer might even have been slightly younger. Awesome guy. And can you, can you just see the joy? That's what I, when I, I've heard him a couple of times and saw him live a couple of times. It just full of joy. Just full of joy. The other two, you don't recognize. If you do, then we've got a connection in our past that I never knew we had. 
Even my wife struggled to recognise them, which was a bit worrying. Wendy, do you want to tell them who the one on the bottom left is? Um, the bottom left is a guy called Martin Gooder, who was our vicar in Manchester, and he married us. You might have heard of his daughter, Paula Gooder, who's written loads of stuff. Which is really, really good. She's one of those people that sneaks in on the sort of liberal publishing houses, but does a brilliant job getting scripture across. Paula. And the one in the middle, who Wendy really didn't recognize. We very rarely saw up his nose like that. It was the only picture I could find online. In my defense, it's because it doesn't look like him. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't know that. <laughs> he was our vicar in. Preston and had a huge impact on our spiritual growth and he is also Martin but Martin Cripps. His name is Martin Cripps, he's retired now up in the northeast, uh, northwest sorry and um, Martin was the first person, so Martin Gooder sort of introduced us to Jesus and what discipleship meant and all that stuff and it was phenomenal. I'd never encountered that before ever and then Martin Cripps went and by the way there's a Holy Spirit. And Martin Cripps was one of the first people to be on team with John Wimber when he came over in the early 80s. And Martin just went and put into us time after time after time. Um, he made it to our 25th wedding anniversary, didn't he? Um, which is great. Martin Gooder on the right is, has passed away, but Martin Cripps, as far as we're aware, is still with us. Still ministering where he can. He's been out to Romania and goodness knows where else. But... So there's heroes there you've heard of, there's heroes you recognise, and there's heroes that actually have a huge input to Wendy and myself, but you have no idea who they are. But they've had amazing impact for the kingdom. Just take a moment and just think about who your heroes are. Who would you look back and say, actually, that person put into me Chris told us told a story at eight thirty of a Mark Eldon, Elston, who who, when you were about thirteen, said, "Let's read the Bible together." Now I thought that was a youth leader or something, but actually it was a friend of Chris's of the same age, and a huge impact on Chris just to read the Bible at the age of thirteen, a couple of decades ago. Just just take him. It was what, sorry? You couldn't get a translation. The Bible's only in Greek. Yeah, that's fine. Just take a moment and just thank, thank the Lord for those who put into you. Those who invested into you when you were younger. It might be your parents. In my case, it really wasn't. <laughs> but it might be clergy. It might be teachers. It might, whoever it is, a friend. Just give thanks for those heroes. And then for those heroes that have fed you.
Lord, for these people we're thinking about, we thank you. Lord, if they're in glory now, Lord, thank you that they've run the race. They've got the prize. And they're part of that cloud of witnesses looking down, cheering us on. And if they're still here, Lord, would you bless them? Would you encourage them? Would you speak a word into them? Stir them again, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our church family. Departed, present, and to come. Amen. Now, I better just quickly look at the scripture, didn't I? <laughs> There's lots in this passage, actually. It's one of those passages you can easily just... But what I'm going to do here, just quickly, Paul is holding up Timothy and Epaphroditus, essentially as spiritual heroes. He's saying, these guys are amazing. These guys are amazing. They're wonderful people. Honor them, trust them, be encouraged by them. The problem we've got, you know the two Martins that were up there? I didn't realize how impactful they were. I didn't realize how amazing they were. I didn't realize how in touch with the spirit they were until about 20 years after I stopped seeing them. Because it was just normal. What, what they were doing was just it's what they did. They were doing what they did, and we just happened to be there. And they were brilliant. When I think about the fact that Martin Gooder married us, I'm not sure I would, I would do what he did. He came back early from his holiday in order to take our wedding. Not at the church in Manchester, but somewhere else. wonderful because he cared Paul looks at Timothy and Epaphroditus and holds them up he holds them up as examples Epaphrodites sorry Epaphroditus he says this man's heart is set on you he's talking to the Philippians this man's heart he's so worried that you're worried that he's ill that uh, He's connected to them in a good way. There's a, there's a good soul tie there. He's connected to them. When he is ill, you hurt. When you, he thinks you're hurting, he hurts. That's how body works, isn't it? When we hear somebody's ill, do we hear it? When we hear somebody's under pressure, do we feel it? Or do we just go, ah, their problem? That's not church, is it? That's not the body of Christ. If somebody says to me one more time about all the stuff, I keep using the word stuff, otherwise I'd say something really rude. All the stuff that's happening, oh, it's just people doing people's stuff. Get over it. I may just punch them. <laughs> because it's, no, this is battle. I don't need you to tell me it's just people doing people's stuff. Will you stand with me? I'm not asking you to do anything else, but stand with me. I'm not, asking you, I'm not asking for sympathy. A little bit of empathy, possibly, but not asking for sympathy. I'm just saying, let's stand together. And let's fight this. Not fight the people. Fight the forces that are using the people. 
Wendy said this morning, we feel like at the moment we're in a Peretti situation. Any of you read Peretti, Frank Peretti books, 40 years ago or so? That's what it feels like. If you haven't read Frank Peretti, go look for them. Go look for them, because they, they're... Back in the day, I went, these are novels, I don't like the theology. Now I'm going, yeah, do you know what? The theology's pretty good. Because <laughs> I'm now realizing how real that battle is. Do you know how real I say it is? And how real I say it is? And how every time we go down a different level and down a different level and the battle gets more intense. Thank God I haven't got to go to the cross and see the battle the way Jesus did. But I will give thanks for the suffering that I suffer in his name. Even if I don't like it, I'll give thanks for it. Epaphroditus feels for them. He know, they know he is a man that has their interests at heart. He's risked his life for Paul. Paul says it in the passage. He's risked his life for Paul. He's risked his life for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of Christ. How many of you have risked your life for the sake of the And I don't mean just crossing the road to get to a meeting. In Amersham, that can be quite dangerous. I know that. That's because we don't use the zebra crossing. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I've nearly killed a few people who are not using the zebra crossing. You don't expect it. But we, we haven't risked our lives for Christ, have we? Maybe one or two of us might have risked our livelihoods. One or two of us might have lost our children in terms of going on to the mission field. Or we've lost our children because they've turned against faith or whatever. But none of us have risked our lives. We're not likely to be shot for being a Christian. Yet. We could tell them about India, couldn't we? Where people are being killed for being Christians. By Hindus and Muslims. Both ends against the middle there. It's not good. Oh, we've got to be nice to everybody. Yeah, well, could everybody else be nice to us? That would help, wouldn't it? Epaphroditus, why is he a hero? Because he risked his life for Christ. Quickly, Timothy. Paul calls him, he's my son. He's my brother. He's my co-worker. Ask Chris about that one. Chris unpacked that this morning. That was really good. You know, he's my brother. He's family. Sorry, he's my son. He's family. He's my co-worker. We're connected in... He's a soldier with me. That's a bit I've forgotten, isn't it? He's a soldier with three levels of actually connecting. You know, could you, just, you're just there, James. I'm really sorry. It's gone terminal. You have to look at them and smile. There you go. I forgot how tall he was. So we're, we're connected. But if we do youth work together, we're connected. And if we fight in the battle, we're connected. Do you get the difference? Thank you. He did that instinctively. He hadn't been warned. Brilliant. Good man. Timothy is like my son. There's no one quite like him. And what's the bottom line in the passage? What does he say about Timothy? He's not self-interested, but puts Jesus first in everything. Wow. 
Timothy was probably late teens, early 20s when he went first went on the mission field. Oh, no, we can't let anybody on the mission field that young. That's not what's too dangerous. We can... He was probably late teens, early 20s. Do nothing out of self-interest, but put Jesus first. Epaphroditus is a hero who was willing to risk his life for Christ. Timothy is a hero who was willing to put Jesus first in all things. Were they perfect? Nah. Did they make mistakes? Yep. Were they men and women like us? Yeah, absolutely. Can we be those heroes? Yes, we can to other people. Not because, Malcolm, not because you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but not because you are. Andrea, not because you're super intelligent, but you are. But because we shine with the light of Christ. Did I watch those two vicars that were on my heroes list make mistakes? Oh boy, yes. But I knew I could trust them and they could trust me. And they had huge impact. Timothy, Epaphroditus are heroes. We started with superheroes, didn't we? There's only one of those. Because a superhero has to be perfect. And he is vicar is asking a question the answer this time is Jesus but holding other people up as heroes is a good thing we don't worship them we have heroes who inspire us not heroes we worship because if we have heroes we worship they have feet of clay they will let us down they will do stuff that we don't like and if our worship is of them it'll all fall apart They're heroes because they reflect the light of Christ. Let's pray. I'm assuming you want Johnny back up. It's all right. Yeah. He's just looked at me and I've nodded. Lord, we gave thanks for the people we've given thanks for. Thank you for Timothy and Epaphroditus. Thank you for Paul. Thank you, Lord. Paul wrote. Thank you, we have the word. Holy Spirit, would you come fill us afresh again? Come and fill us again. That we would shine with the light of Christ. That we would shine together in unity so others would see the truth of the gospel. The truth of Jesus Christ. Lord, we lay down the reputation of St. Leonard's. And will hide the name of Jesus.